Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, your weekly podcast where we take a deep dive examining knowledge, philosophies, wisdom and insights to help you to lead, manage and coach in football, sports and life. Leader Manager Coach is presented by Rob Riles. Rob is a qualified coach with a League Managers Association qualification and a science and medicine background. He has worked in the football industry in Europe, USA and Africa at international, premiership, league, non-league and grassroots levels with World Cup and European Championship experience. Hello and welcome to another edition of Leader, Manager, Coach. Welcome along to the podcast. It's Rob Riles welcoming you along as usual. Now on today's programme, I'm really excited to bring you somebody that we can chat to, somebody that uh, I know really well and somebody that I'm extremely proud of um, because of the way that I know him and because of the the good news that I've been hearing over the past probably 12 months about this young man. So um, the, the young man in question is a gentleman called Connor Taylor. Hi, Connor. Hi, are you right, Rob? Yeah, I'm really good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Good, okay. So the idea of the podcast and what we're aiming to do will become apparent as we go along, but Connor is a young footballer who, um, and I'm sure he won't mind me saying, and we won't embarrass him, but he's doing extremely well in his career. And what I wanted to do was to get Connor onto the programme, just to share his thoughts and his ideas and for him to tell us his story, because he has got an interesting story. And the backstory to this just so you know how I know Connor is that Connor was one of uh, the players that I was fortunate enough to coach when I was coaching at um, Port Vale in League Two. So uh, Connor, just so that we know who you are, I know I already do, but for all the listeners, just tell us, you know, who you are, kind of where you're at in your career, and then we'll just go from there, if that's okay. Yeah, um, I'm at, uh, I'm currently in my second year, well, I'm in my first year in my scholar. But yeah. I'm I'm eighteen, so I signed halfway through me halfway through the scholarship. So next year I'll be going into the twenty threes at Stoke. Yeah. And really looking forward to it. Brilliant. Brilliant. So let's just go um just go back, Connor, so we can add a little bit more kind of meat on the bone. Just tell us yeah. before, let's just go back to your your start in football. So can you remember when you started playing or perhaps when your parents your dad obviously perhaps brought you along and you got in a team or how did that kind of start with your interest in football as a, as a kid mate when you were really young well uh, as far as I can remember uh, kicking a ball dad playing with me all the time and then just got got into grass, grassroots right. um, football as early as I can as far as I can remember I think it was like when I was about eight seven yeah, yeah. something like that and then uh, carried carried on playing grassroots till I was about till I was about ten and joining it. And then I got scouted by Stoke and Vale at the same time. That was when you um, were ten, was it, Connor? Yeah, about yeah. ten. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I went on, I went on trial at, at both actually, and uh, right. both local both local clubs. And obviously, me being a Stoke fan that year. Your first thought when Vale wants taking on trial, it's a bit yeah. young, young kid, your rival, your like the yeah. local rivals. You you sort of bogged down, but then I went, I went on trial at Vale as well, and they I played one game, 
and they wanted to sign me and then I didn't look back really and then I was at Vail from under 11s right right up to scholarship under 16 yeah but and then and then I was released right and because I'd never because I'd never um had any setbacks in my career yeah it was hard for the first first month I'd say for get get over it because the friends of the friends I made whilst I was there yeah and everything but I think the most important thing is not laying it, not laying it, get to you, just don't, just don't give up. Right. Whatever happens, because in that season, in me, in this, I had one season where I was out of academy football and then I went to, I thought, how can I, how can I improve myself? Yeah. So I thought straight away I need to go and play men's football somewhere. Right. So, uh, Luckily enough, um, a lo- local-ish club up. I went to All Sage Town. Uh, you'll know you you yeah. know the yeah. manager Andy Turner. He's lucky. He's a young lad. He he. he um, I was fortunate enough. He gave me he gave me a chance to play because you know, I was only I only just turned seventeen when I went there. Yeah, and it could have been an easy option for him to just yeah not playing me or anything, but he gave me an opportunity and then really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. That brought me out massively, I think. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. in academy football, players, because they're so used to the technical side, they forget about the... the at some point in your career, you're going to have to, you're going to have to step, step up into the, into the men's game. Yeah, yeah. And that, that with, especially in my position, the centre-half, it... Um, I thought it was one of the best thing, best things I, I did. So right. me me actually me actually getting released from Port Mayo, I think brought me brought me on massively. Yeah. It made me well, I sort of real, reality check, and then I've got to try and kick on again because it's if it's your dream, you know, to do well in football, you just can't give up, and then. And then I carried on all sides. I was there for about, I think, from a quarter of the way through the season till around about the end. And then um, um, at England's, I went on trial to get into the England schoolboys yeah. in this season out of academy football. And then um, I, I luckily got, there was, there was 64 players that went for it all across the country yeah and now luckily enough got uh, selected for playing England schoolboys brilliant and that was that was a brilliant experience what, yeah, went yeah. to yeah I bet went to Italy um, we played against like all the home nations there's it's all local, like all grounds across the country did went, you play in went, Scotland yeah I went up to Aberdeen did you play at Aber- was, Pitodry? Did you play at Aberdeen Stadium? No, we just played at a. I can't remember where it was. It was. It was just a, a non-league, non-league a, yeah. like a third division yeah. in Scotland, I think. And then um, that was a brilliant experience. There was, yeah, yeah. There was like, there's there like two thousand people there, and not many Englishmen. Eh? <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> I think there must have been about must have been about fifteen. If, if yeah, that. yeah. Um, 
we it was, it was made a better better experience because um, we did well in the we did well we won one two drew one and lost one but the last game uh, again another great experience played uh, went to Dublin played right. Bohemians at their at their wow. ground wow. it was uh, it was brilliant we won two now yeah. scored that was. Proud, proud did, feeling. Did you, did you score yeah. then, Con, in that game? Yeah. What was that, a yeah. header or set-piece corner? What was it, or a shot or what? It was off a corner. It was just, like, I've, I've, I've uh, volleyed it. It's rebounding and hit the rebounding, but I wasn't so, really bothered. I know, I know it's a team goal. game, but when you score a goal for your country, it's something to remember, Connor. So I'd, uh, being proud is something I'd expect. So well done. Um, yeah. So let me just get this right. As somebody who loves his detail, so did you hit the original shot that rebounded, or did you? Were you just the one who was alert to the rebound, or did you do both? Yeah, I did both. Wow, top man. Okay, love it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. But was a was a proud feeling because some I've always I've always felt like as a it's important not as even if you're a defender for score goals. Absolutely. You've, you've got to you've got to be able to do to do everything. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's really good. So, so you, you obviously you went to All Sage. You, you got your chance. You, you know, you were, you were blooded there. You, 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 you stepped up yourself. You could feel it. You got an opportunity and did really well to get selected for England, the schoolboys, and obviously were doing well there. Um, so, when did your opportunity move on from there, Connor? When did your opportunity well, at Stoke the, come along? The the season ended, and then I just thought. Uh, well, I was it. I was playing for All Sager as well as um, I was signed to the youth team at Stafford Rangers. Right. With uh, like I think step three, step yes. three football, like three leagues above the, below the football league, and I was hoping, I was hoping I was going to get well in, in the pre-season of uh, this season. I uh, played a played a few games for the Stafford Rangers in the. Like in the preseason friendlies, right? And whilst and then whilst I was playing in the preseason friendlies, I was uh, told that I was going on a trial at Stoke. Really? And then the thing, the thing that helped me, I think, going on trial at Stoke, I think, because I'd experienced a setback mm. at Vale, I sort of went there and with the mentality of, I've had it, I've had a great experience out of academy football, so this. There's nothing, nothing really for me to lose. I just go in there mm. and just play, play with freedom, mm. sort of. And I did that, and and they uh, they liked what they saw. So, uh, so uh, look, fortunately enough, he took me on. Yeah, and then it's gone from there. Really, it's been a it's been a good season. Now I went I went back out on loan for a month to Newcastle Town. So that was. Higher yeah. up, yeah. Again to mm. all sager, mm. and then I did well there. One player of the month, and sort of taking everything into mm. my stride, not taking anything for granted. Good lad, but good lad. I think definitely that was me getting that setback. I think really brought me off. Mm. Yeah, great story, mate. Great story. No, look, lovely stuff. So, because um. How much would you say? Because I, I, do you know what I? I can remember 
about you. Uh, there's lots of things I can remember about you, particularly when I, when, when you were at Port Vale. Um, I do remember the consistency that you, particularly your dad, brought to you. Do you know what I mean? He, he, yeah. I, I always think it's like when I picture you in my mind, I've always got like a picture of your dad there as well. Yeah, yeah. he was always there. And, you know, I'm not just saying this. He was a, as a coach, he was an exemplary parent because he, he, he never bothered in terms of whether you played, what position you played. Because I remember we used to play here at fullback sometimes, didn't we? Yeah. Played. And I know, you know, I, I know you've got favourite positions and that's a coach's dilemma. But one thing about you, Connor, is you always got on with it no matter what. And I think we often played you at left back and maybe you look back now and I'd like to think maybe that made you use your left foot a little bit or you give you that yeah. that perspective from there, you know. Um, difference, I think. Versatility. Yeah, so you got on with it. And um, yeah, because your dad played a bit as well, did he? Did he, didn't your dad play a bit as well? Yeah. Yeah, I thought he yeah, did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah, play and, at a decent level. And you, yeah, I think parents and or guardians or whoever it is who who you know supports you is massive, isn't it? So, do you remember conversations you perhaps had with your your parents at that time, particularly when you know the Port Vale released you? Do you remember that and how how much that helped? Or the, yeah, really, the, just straight straight away they said. Um, just look, just look forward now, and just, just. Well, it wasn't just it wasn't just me, me parents really. It was me, whole family. Brilliant. Look at looked out look out for me. Brilliant. Because we've all we've all had footballers in the family, and yeah, yeah. No, and no one good footballers, and no one, none of them have really kicked on. So, I think it's up to it's up to me. That was my motivation. Was it? Because. It's, is that something that's I, I, specific? Sorry, Con, I'm interrupting you. Carry on. Is that something that's specific to you? That is that how you feel about it? Yeah, I, I feel like I've I've got I've got to be the one. I want I want to be the one to to make it in the in the family because they've all we've, they've all been good footballers. Mm. They're just not really kicked on from it. Whereas I feel like I have the that's that's the drive that I have. Wow. To, to do well. Is that something that's come to you since you got released, or do you remember having that motivation when you were still at Port Vale between eleven and sixteen? I think I had it. I had the motivation, um, but certainly since since I got released, it's just made me made me want it even more because that's when you when you get released from somewhere, all you want to do is prove them wrong. Mm, bet you do, yeah, absolutely, human um, nature. And ever since then, that that was the kickstart, really. Yeah. Of the, yeah. Absolutely. Of whatever I've done from then to now. Yeah. No, it's a even that what you've said so far, Connor, is just wonderful stuff. You've talked about how much your whole family means to you and supports you, which is just massive. One of the things I talk about on here, and and I've written an article about, is how important family support is to get young players through because without it it's a really difficult journey yeah and secondly the impact of disappointments on the way and how you respond to that and you've kind of almost said exactly what 
what uh, we've talked about before, which is which is great stuff. Because and and I, I don't want to focus on this all the time, but I want to use this to help other people. But yeah. when so you were at Port Vale from for eleven to sixteen, so you're there for four or five years, Connie. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get have a conversation where just about when you're due to get a scholar, you they just say to you, look, you know, you haven't quite made the grade or whatever your words are used when you get released. It's it's the same. Yeah. 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 How long did it, how long were you kind of, just try and describe initially how that affected you and how long it was before you kind of just got yourself to a situation where you thought, well, I just need to get on. And did you ever lose the actual thing where you thought, actually, I might might not be able to make the game as a professional and I'll just play for fun? Did you ever go to that stage or did you, you, you still oh. find that desire from somewhere straight away or was it, a, was there a time involved? Oh, don't don't get me wrong. I was I was devastated because when you're at a club for five years, yeah, yeah. more more so the the mates you've made there, and you, you you suddenly think there's nowhere else to go. Yeah, with in the first day, well, it was about it was about well, I got told on the night, and then the day after, I was straight away mm. looking where where can I go? Bless you. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who can who can help me to get to get to where I want to, and it didn't really, it didn't take long because I went into, well, I carried on playing because I, I, we we, could, we were still allowed to play for the county, yeah. And uh, whilst I was playing for the county, it was I got released in the I think it was around Christmas time, and then in February, uh, I went on trial at Wolves, right, and. Uh, for, for a couple of weeks, didn't didn't play any games, just trained, mm. and uh, it was, they, they didn't have any scholarship places. Said I did nothing wrong, but yeah, uh, again, it was uh, so it was. It didn't really take didn't really take long for me to get over it because I think if you believe in yourself, there's no need there's no need to get bogged down with it. No. And dis- disappointed of disappointments, you go. Everyone's going to be disappointed when you get told you, you're not getting taken on. But I think the quicker you get over, get get over it, the better. Absolutely, mate. And Nobody dwelling on it. No. What's interesting about you is you were you were a genuinely lovely kid to to coach because you were very compliant. You you came to all the sessions, and I, I, I'm not just saying this. You were that you. You, you did play at positions when when we asked you to play in different positions, and you were reliable as a as a as a character, Connor. But you never, I wouldn't say that desire or that um, dream that you had. You never, you never, you had that. You must have had that inside you, but you never necessarily showed that externally. Which doesn't that's not a bad thing, but it was obviously there. But you kind of yeah. must have had that inside you, even though you didn't you didn't necessarily show that in any level of frustration or, or anything like that on on the pitch. You were just consistent. That that's what you were. Mm. And maybe maybe sometimes people look at that. Maybe Port Vale looked at that and thought, well, you know, blimey, been here for five years, and sometimes. You know, it's all about opinions, Connor, isn't it? And you'll know that now by yeah. it already. Yeah. It's all about opinions. And, you know, 
one of the things about in, the, the 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 full England team, you know, and you, you're somebody who's played at that at that level with the schoolboys, is that at, at 16 years of age, only four of the players who play in the squad of, if, if all you know, you take the whole the whole group of players who play for England at, at age 16. And normally there's about 60 boys who represent England in various competitions throughout the year. Only a four of those out of the 60 will carry on and, and play again for a, for a full England team. So the, the time yeah. that you kind of develop, Connor, is, is, is different, isn't it? And it's, it's not always the case that at 16 years of age that that decision, as you've already proven, no matter what happens now in your career... It's not a final point, is it? it it's it's just yeah. a point where at some point somebody gives you an opinion which drastically affects you, but you've proven that th- there's there's more to it than just somebody's opinion, haven't you? Yeah, there's so I sort of how my 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 mindset's changed massively over the over the years to football life. I th- I just I just think to myself. What it helps me to just play with the more freedom and everything. I just think if I don't just if I don't kick on and um, do the things that I want to do, I can always um, you can always make a play football at a good level no matter. Yeah. Even if it's non-league, and that's that's sort of something when I was about fifteen. You you don't be. 15, no. 14, you don't, re- you don't really see it as an option, but at, at my age now I've become to me, me dream it, my dream is to make it in the game, but I've always got that in my head if, if it doesn't, it's not the end of the world I can always go and play football at a good level That's an amazingly balanced, mature opinion for somebody of your age um, it, it's amazing Connor, and maybe it's the as you've alluded to, maybe it's the fact that you've had that disappointment and have responded yeah, and had to think about it and responded to it. I think it's amazing, and and I think you know you can you're even able to articulate it and say why it's beneficial in the fact that it lets you play with freedom that takes the pressure off you that yeah. that doesn't make you feel anxious, and if you're not anxious, you're going to play better. So you can even tell us why, which is fantastic, and that's a great lesson for for anybody, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. No, yeah, it's, it's it's fantastic. So, just tell us about because this is an interesting point, and we've already spoken to somebody else who who said that this is one of the key things that really helped them in the career when they went to play in men's football. So, just talk about your own thoughts on uh, maybe. In, and listen, you can be critical. There's no problem with being critical about the academy system. It, it, I'm not asking you to. I'm just saying if you want to. Yeah. But you know, you said playing men's football really brought you on. Just tell us a little bit more about that, Connor. Just, I think it makes you more well-rounded. I think you, at academy football, you learn all the te- the technical side of it. So most, I reckon, a good percentage of academy footballers, they, they, they've got the technical side nailed. But I think as soon as stepping into men's football, it, it makes you more well-rounded because... As soon as I went into men's football, it, um, I was all, I was already pre, sort of not warned, but I was sort of told what yeah. needed to be like, like yeah. demanded of me, and um, 
some of the things you do at academy football, you sort of you, you can't really you can't really do it at men's yeah. football because of the physical physical side. I think most of the football was aerial as well. So in in men's that, that, football, yeah. Well, in that in the football that I played in mm. at mm. Uh, all stages. Mm. So for my position specifically, if if you can't head the ball as a centre half, you, you may you may as well stop playing if you yeah. can't head the ball. Yeah, and uh, that that uh, brought me on because I'm I'm not going up for headers with. Uh, people of my own age, I'm going up fair as with 30-year-old men who are stronger than me yeah. and everything. So I've got to learn, learn different different little things to get your advantage. Because like, I'm, a, I'm a, a tall lad, Yeah, I've got to learn how to use my body yeah. in different ways for getting advantage. I think that that's mainly what it is. It's just yeah. the, li- the little things, just the little things that can uh, just make all the difference. Little things can make yeah. all the difference, can't they? Yeah, it's only little things, but can get you a massive advantage. I it, think they, that, that's what you learn in men's football with more experience. We were just talking about men's football. So, you know, when you talk about these little things that you learned to, yeah. specifically with the aerial game, are they things that you were taught or you just learned by having to learn on your feet while you're training and while you're playing against men? It's what I've what I learned from playing like right. Go, going up going up for a header for example. Um, you can't you can't just think, oh yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna jump up and head it. You've got to sort of like give give the striker a little nudge and stuff little yeah. stuff like that to Yeah. That, they're the things I learned. From yeah. playing it, from playing in it, because it's not, it's not all easy. You've got to, yeah, yeah. it's sort of a little bit more of a battle. Yeah, nobody's going to let you win, are they, mate? No, you're no. playing to the same, same objective. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And um, so, go, going on from there, did you, did you ever think? So you're playing non-league, and you were obviously enjoying it, Connor, because of the way you describe it. Um, but you still held out. Did you? I'm assuming, and tell me if I'm right. Did you still hold out these ambitions that you could still move on from there, um, or did you ever get to the point where you thought, right, I'm going to carry on at all stages, and 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 this is probably where I'm going to be at? Or did you still think we are still looking for opportunities? Yeah, I was uh, always looking for opportunities. I, I went. Got into contact with uh, Noel Blake. Yeah, and uh, he, he, he again. Uh, I already believed in myself, but he gave me the, gave me more confidence. He, he, he said he'd help me to try and open doors for me. And but obviously, you can't open doors if yeah. if, I, if I'm not uh, playing up to the standard. And luckily, I. Carried on, carried on improving, and yeah. he gave me he gave me belief as well. That he believed in me. That's, so. that's brilliant, um, and and I know Noel, Noel personally, and I've worked with him, and um, I hold him in very high regard. And it's lovely. You're not the you're not the first person to say that either. Connor is a young player who's made it, mm-hmm. you know, in, into the game. So um, no, it's great. So he was that just the way he spoke to you? Was it the things he said to you? 
did he come and watch you, or was it just the, was it just his communication that gave you that belief? Yeah, he he, he came and he came and watched well, me, yeah, quite a lot, and um, he he basically just said that um, that he'll 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 look at he'll be looking out for me and try and try and open doors, and um, just basically what he said what he said to me yeah. he. Give me comp, give me confidence mm. to do it. Which I, I think I've always, I've always had had a confidence. But when when it's coming from someone like I, it's a it means a bit more. It means a lot, yeah. Because you, mm. Noel's played obviously many many games in the in the senior game yeah. and uh, played in your position, hasn't he? So he's you, yeah. You'd be silly yeah. not to respect that, huh? Mm. Yeah. So going on to Stoke then, so. Um, let me just—I got to get this in because I bet as much as your dad's level-headed, I bet he was. To use a football phrase, he must have been over the moon when when Stoke came in for you. Particularly oh. made sweeter by the fact that you know, you know, and this is nothing against Port Vale that you got released by Port Vale. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, well, it's already it's turned out. I've, I've still got still got a lot of work to do. Of course, um, but I'm in a. I'm in a like, privileged position. I'm in one of the best positions I could I could be in it at uh, someone my age. But uh, yeah, it was it was uh, well, everyone, everyone was proud. Of my dad, mum, everyone yeah, just because it and another because it's a local local club as well. All the all my family, like most of my family supports Stoke and everything. Yeah. So that made it that made it even better, really. Of course, mate. Yeah, yeah. And you've got some good role models ahead of you, mate, to to kind of try and follow. I know, listen, I know you're 18 and I know there's a lot to go yet. And, you know, it's a tough industry, as we yeah. all know. So, but, um, yeah, na- it's a nice position to be in, eh, at this point? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, can't take, like, uh, people have told me, just don't take anything, just don't take anything for granted. No, Absolutely. Absolutely. I've seen. Well, you would you would have seen it more than me, but I've seen players who are my age that they get this. They think they've they're playing like under twenty threes football, under under eighteens, and they sort of get take it for granted. And then before they know it, their the careers passed them by, and they haven't done anything mm-hmm. because they're just relaxed. Yeah, and that's just. Important. I can't, I can't do that. It's mm. Important. You don't you don't relax. You just yeah constantly keep striving for more. And that's lovely, mate. That 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 will get you far. No matter how far you get in the game, even that approach will get you far in life, mate. So, no, a lovely, a lovely approach. So, look, I know you can't speak too much about it, and I don't want you to name names and stuff like that. What what? How would you find the training in terms of like how hard it is? Or obviously, at the minute, it's a bit difficult because you're off with the the um, yeah. the coronavirus which we're all sort of stuck inside but um how how, well, how uh, are you finding things the challenge of the training and so on connor oh it's a it's a brill- it's brilliant to play playing yeah. football for full time it's every every everyone's dream really who's involved in football yeah. but um they were it's hard the training is but the stoke were, were very good like because they know i was i came from uh, I was playing well semi pro, 
mm. part-time mm. football. So I was still in college whilst I was playing uh, for all stages. So I wasn't sort of training mm. uh, as much as, obviously, as much as I'm doing at Stoke. And they just sort of, what's the word? Um, just made it made a little uh, bit of uh, a, a... Gradually. Yeah. Gradually eased me into the full-time programme, which... Great. Was good. Other than they didn't just they didn't just say you've got to do every because I, I I sort of went in after a little bit after pre season so they were still yes. doing all the run the running and everything but they gradually gradually eased me into it with me not being in the full time good uh, football be, before that. but yeah they were good they were yeah. good with it. Yeah, no good. So uh, your next challenge is to conquer the under twenty threes, is it, mate? If you get that opportunity, that's the the next yeah. thing to try and raise your game towards, is it? Yeah, definitely. Brilliant. No, no that, that's brilliant, mate. And you're fitting well, and everything's good in terms of your diet yeah, and fine. and all that, is it? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Good. Keeping good. Keeping myself fit. Good. Well, listen, <laughs> mate. You've um, you've been absolutely brilliant, and I, and I think any young player who's listening to this can take as many lessons as they like out of it because I can tell I'm speaking to somebody who's learned some real key lessons on the way and um, it, it's and, uh, go on, mate. And, uh, another another thing say um, I missed, missed it out but I think you've always got to have a, a backup like because I after when I got released from, from uh, Port Vale mm. um, about just before I went just before I went to on trial at Stoke to be fair I uh, like signed up for everything to go to America and do the like the four year scholarship yes. there, and wow. Then, um, wow. like you get a degree as well. Yeah, and I think that's important as well, not to just. I know, I know, it's said to every young footballer, but I think a lot of them just think there's only there's only one avenue, and that's yes. just if you know, if you don't be a footballer, it's be all and end all. But hmm. that's something I was gonna do. If obviously no clubs came in, no for clubs. Me. Yeah, that was what I was going to do. Yeah, well, well, I think kind of knowing, knowing you and knowing what that entails, because leaving home, going to another country, committing yourself for four years, that on its own, there's a lot of people, Connor, who say they would do that, and actually, when it comes to it, don't do it. I know yeah. that for a fact yeah. because I, I've worked with people who do that, who set that kind of thing up. So I think that on its own says a lot about how you view life as which fits yeah. in with, um, with all this. So uh, yeah, absolutely. Connor, um, uh, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. So um, mm. no, that's fab mate. That's absolutely fab. And you're keeping yourself fit at the moment while you're off. Yeah. 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 So you, you got to be self-disciplined, don't you? Cause nobody's watching over you now, are they? No, no. It's, if you it's your decision into it, absolutely. If you want to just sit there and not do anything to your to your own problem into it, absolutely. But um, no, that's great, mate. Listen, Connor, it's um, it's great to chat. It's fantastic to catch up with you after all this time, and I'm really glad I've had the opportunity because um, obviously I left Port Vale. Um, I think I don't know. If it's the same time or before you. I can't remember. Um, maybe it's mm. just after. I can't remember. But anyway. Um, yeah. but it's lovely to catch up and it, honestly I can't if you'd have seen my face when um, when I found out about how you were getting on it was um, it was dead chuffed so uh, I'm really pleased for you mate yeah. I know that you know there's a long way to go and no matter what happens 
um, you're in safe hands with yourself and, and your folks and that. So, um, no, that's good, mate. Uh, is there anything yeah. else you want to say, mate, while, you, while you've got the chance? Uh, no, no, that's everything. No. Well, no, listen, no. I want to thank you for your time uh, on a Saturday. And, no worries. Um, say hello to your folks, especially your dad for me, won't you? Yeah, I will do. And um, I'll, I'll keep looking out for you, Connor. And, um, you know, we'll... Um, We'll catch up soon. So we'll end the podcast there, mate. And I just want to thank you for your time. All right. All right. Thank you.